You're listening to episode 175 of the Voice in Canada podcast. Hey there, I'm Dr. Terry Fisher, one part physician, one part voice enthusiast, one big part Canadian, and one small part of our community, Northern Voice. Together, let's explore how voice technology is transforming our lives north of the border. And let's talk voice. Well, hello and welcome to the Voice in Canada podcast. Today, I have an interview with the Sonic Connector, otherwise known as Emily Banzaf. She is a conversational AI designer with strategic education, and she is doing a ton of stuff in the voice space. She has a really interesting background in that she comes from an arts background. She's a musician. She's a violinist. And in this interview, we talk a little bit about that transition and how she takes those skills into now creating incredible voice applications. We talk about her work with developing her own uh, voice applications. We talk about uh, some of the work she's doing with the Open Voice Network, her involvement with Women in Voice, her host as Voice Spark Live. The list goes on and on and on. She's doing so much. So um, anyway, let's get right to it. I don't want to keep you waiting anymore. Uh, here is Emily Banzaf. This is a recording of the live Voice Fluencer show that I uh, recorded with her uh, a couple of weeks back. So enjoy. Hello, Emily. How are Hello. you doing? I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? <laughs> I am great. Thank you so much for being part of this. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so great to be here. So we need to learn about you. Um, you are doing an incredible number of things in the voice space already. <laughs> I know you haven't been in the space for, for too long, but you are creating a name for yourself because of you doing, you're doing such incredible work. So Emily, we'll get into all that. First of all, I would love for you to take a few moments and maybe introduce yourself to the listeners, to, to the viewers and tell us, tell us your story. Sure. So my name's Emily, and um, I recently transitioned into the voice space. So before um, I got into the voice space, I was a professional musician. Um, I play violin, <laughs> so that <laughs> so that's been a lot of fun um, making the transition and being able to use those skills in the voice space. Um, and right now, I'm a conversation designer with Strategic Education, and I'm doing I'm part of the Open Voice Network. Um, I'm one of the hosts of Voice Spark Live. And I'm working on a couple of personal projects <laughs> on my own for voice. That's amazing. You're doing you're doing so much. Um, as I mentioned to you before we started uh, going live, um, I'm very intrigued by the musician uh, connection here because I, I've played music all of my life as well, and not at the professional level like you, but but music has been a big part of my life. And um, I'd love for you to just speak about that, like maybe a little bit about how has that influenced your work in voice if it has and and that yeah. transition absolutely so with music uh this actually relates to uh my name the sonic connector <laughs> because basically awesome. i'm creating voice or sonic experiences for people so whether i'm doing it in voice or music i've pretty much been doing it my whole life <laughs> so i know how to affect people i work with timing phrasing tone um structure. Uh, so that that definitely helps with creating voice experiences as well from music. 
Absolutely. It's, it's really interesting because like you're not the first person that I've heard of that has come from a very creative background or, or even specifically a music background and then has transitioned into into voice. And, and I, it makes a lot of sense to me. Um, I don't know, have you encountered that as well or people coming from creative backgrounds into voice? Yeah, I've definitely seen a lot of that recently. And it's, it's really cool because like a lot of what I did as a musician was collaboration. And that's a huge part of uh, tech and and voice. Um, but yes, I, I definitely have seen a lot of people from a more creative side versus a technical side. Right. And so what about the technical aspect of voice technology coming from a music background? How did you get your experience with tech or is that all new to you now? It's all new to me. I had no experience in tech whatsoever. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> So I, I basically took a bunch of courses and that's how I learned um, most of what I know. And um, I also entered a hackathon, which taught me a lot too. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've just been getting involved and learning as much as I can through webinars and events and that Fantastic. kind of stuff. And, and I'm glad you mentioned that hackathon because that was something that, uh, that I was hoping that we could bring up as well. Because you were very successful in that hackathon. And I'd love for you to, to share a little bit about what, what that was, what you created, and, and, and go ahead and share the outcome of the hackathon as well. Sure. So basically, uh, Shamala Prayaga from Digital Assistant Academy put on a hackathon or hackabot. <laughs> um, and uh, we were paired, uh, I was paired randomly with a group. So it was five of us from, I think, four different time zones, three continents. Wow. <laughs> and we all just came together and we decided to create a chatbot and voice assistant that uh, educates people on their local elections. So we called that Go Vote. <laughs> and um, yeah, basically we created a way for people to ask about the candidates, um, the ballot issues and their polling location. Fantastic. And and so tell us about the outcome of the of this hackathon or hackathon. And we ended up winning. <laughs> so we, we were able to incorporate a lot of different aspects because we all had different backgrounds, which worked really well together. So we were able to include uh, sonic branding. We were able to uh, include privacy aspects as well. Um, and I think we were just able to create a comprehensive experience, which is what ultimately I think... <laughs> Uh, well, I was going to ask you that, done. like, why, why do you think you won? So I guess it was just that, that, that it was just very comprehensive, that it covered a lot. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it was very detailed. And I think we focused a lot on the conversational experience itself and what uh -huh. and how it was designed and how people were able to navigate through it. Um, so I, I did a lot of work on, like, making sure everything connected properly and people were getting what they needed out of the bot, um, no matter what they were asking. Fantastic. And uh, we have we have a colleague of yours, which leads into a great, uh, great question here. But here's a here's somebody you'll recognize. Nick oh. says, <laughs> hey, what's up? So maybe I'll let you give an intro to Nick. And uh, this this touches on something else that I wanted to talk about anyway with VoiceSpark. So why don't you go ahead and tell us about that? OK, well, uh, Nick is one of my hosts uh, at Bar VoiceSpark Live. So um, we actually met um, he, I guess he had heard me talking on Clubhouse <laughs> through the voice den. Um, and we just got connected and he asked me to be a part of the show. And for anyone that doesn't know, Voice Spark Live is a podcast that we do. 
um, every every week. Um, and we talk to the top people in the voice field. We review skills. And um, we talk about the latest voice news. Um, and it's it's really fun. And I've had so a great such a great time doing it. And I, I learn so much every week from all of our guests and and just from uh, reviewing the skills. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I've had the pleasure of being on that on that show. Um, I've had the pleasure of watching a number of the shows. And um, I've, I've told Nick this, and I don't know if I've told you this, Emily, but one of the things that I really love about the show is how um, how much fun you all seem to be having and how like conversational and how relaxed it is. And yeah. I think that really <laughs> does uh, come through and it's such a great vibe. So um, yeah, it's, yeah, it, it, it's fantastic. So, and just tell us maybe a little more about the, the format of the show. So you, you do, is it always you on the show? Do you switch it up? Do you have different formats? Tell us a little more about the show itself. We kind of switch it up sometimes. We have guest people come in and host with us. Um, I think that's that's more for when we have like skill reviews, but we, usually we have a guest on the show. Um, we'll talk about voice news for about 10 minutes and then we'll bring the guest on and then we'll talk about whatever they're doing in the voice space. And then um, we're actually, I think, changing the format of it to be more skill-based. So we're, I think we're gonna start reviewing a lot more skills um, and just getting people that have been creating skills out there and getting more traction within the wider community with uh, what voice can do. Yeah, that's awesome. So, well, congrats on that. It's it's fantastic, and um, like I say, it's it's just it's a great vibe, a great feeling coming coming to that show. It looks like you guys are having a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, it's a blast. I think that's, I think that's great. <laughs> we have someone else here who wanted to say, "Hey, here's uh, I think it's Aww. Kira." So yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. So we Another... know each other through Woman in Voice. <laughs> All right, there so, you go. Yeah, she was my mentor through Woman in Voice, so she's been a big part of <laughs> my success. So. It's great. To, Amazing. To so maybe maybe let's just chat a little, a little bit about Women in Voice as well. So you're part of that. And yes. can you tell us a little mm -hmm. bit about sort of your experience with Women in Voice as well and, and things that you've taken away from that organization? Sure. Yeah, I've been connected with a lot of amazing people through that organization. And um, I've met so many people from different communities. I was able, I actually got connected to one of the courses that I took through Women in Voice. Um, and then I've, yeah, it's just an amazing, amazing community and so global. I love that I've been meeting people from all different all countries all over the place. And um, it's just, it's great to have that support and to know that you can rely on those people. If you want to ask a question, there are people, if you need help with anything, um, everyone is so nice. Amazing. So. And a big, big shout out to Joan, who was the, uh, the founder of it. And today, was, <laughs> today I believe, is the three-year birthday, birthday. <laughs> uh, Women in yeah. Voice. So congrats, Joan, and congrats to everybody that's part of the organization. And as if you're not involved in enough, you're also <laughs> involved in the Open Voice Network. So can you tell us a little bit about your work there and what you're doing with the Open Voice Network? Sure. So um, I am part of two communities with the Open Voice Network, um, but my main one is the Ethical Use Task Force. So we meet every week, and uh, right now we're actually coming with, up with a, a framework of ethical principles. So um, I am working on writing definitions out <laughs> and uh, coming up with, uh, we, we have a, like nine principles that we're working with right now, so we're working to condense those um, and combine them and just work off of um, the condensed version so that it's easy for people to understand there's not too much going on, but it's very clear 
what we're trying to accomplish. So it's really interesting work. <laughs> That's fascinating. And I think I've mentioned this to John Stein, the executive director of the Open Voice Network. Um, you know, from from my my day job as as a doctor, we've got a very clear um, code of ethics that we that we follow. And right. you know, I I can see that those. I mean, in some cases, there are lots and lots and lots, and it's a lot to kind of go through and remember. So I think there's a lot of value in doing what you just said, sort of summarizing it down and making it more simple for people to follow. Yeah, and it's also well, it's also hard because there are so many existing laws. So we have to work within what's already out there and make sure we're covering all the loopholes. So that's challenging too, is figuring out what isn't covered and how we can cover that uh, specifically related to voice and awesome. especially voice biometrics, <laughs> which is still like evolving super quickly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can imagine that must be a big challenge for voice biometrics. Yes. We've had many conversations <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's just fascinating and we could go on for hours and hours, but um, yeah, it, it's really cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we'll hear more coming from from you and uh, and the Open Voice Network about this in the, in the near future, yes, which is which is absolutely. great. <laughs> Boy, you're doing a ton of stuff. So um, it's it's wonderful. So what's what's kind of the plan for the future for you? Like where where do you want to take your career in the, in this voice industry? Do you know or what what's what are you thinking? I'm kind of just riding the wave right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds but, good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just seeing um, what kind of projects pop up. Um, I'm working on GoVote. So I'm ho we're hoping actually to um, release a test, I guess, have people test it for the November election in New York. Um, so I've been kind of working towards that. And maybe um, I would do more work uh, for that if that happens to be successful. Um, but honestly, I, I'm just enjoying whatever I'm doing right now. And, um, if anything else pops up, I'll, I mean, I, I'm open to anything. <laughs> um, but I've, I've really been enjoying everything that I've been doing. Um, yeah, I'm not surprised to hear that you're open to anything given, given the amount of stuff that you're already <laughs> doing, which is, which is just fantastic. Well, um, Emily, given, given the time here, I'm going to try to wrap things up here a little bit and I want to respect cool. your time. Um, what I'd love to ask you though, to finish off or to almost finish off is, um, you know, I'm thrilled that you're part of the voice den tomorrow. Uh, for those of you that are watching this right now, um, it's happening Wednesday, August 25th at 5 PM Pacific. And, um, it's sponsored by Amazon Alexa and Google assistant. So it's free and you can save your spot at thevoiceden.com. Emily is one of our voice influencers. And so people get to come on to the show and ask people like you questions. So my question to you is with, all that you're doing, what are your favorite topics now to talk about? Like if, if you could design the questions that people are going to ask you, what kind of questions would you like to get on the voice stand that you would have a chance to speak about? I think, uh, maybe how we kind of hit on this a little bit, but how music and the skills for music relate to voice and maybe how, um, maybe some softer skills relate to voice as well with music. Um, just in terms of like networking and and that kind of stuff, because um, I've I've yeah had to do a lot of that. <laughs> I can imagine. And, <laughs> um, but maybe also what's needed in terms of next steps for conversation design. Mm -hmm. um, what's missing? I've definitely formed a lot of opinions listening to a lot of <laughs> webinars, people talking, and. Um, listening to what's going on around and how things are developing in the voice field. 
Great, great. Well, those are great, great topics. Sorry, did I cut you off there? Was there anything else? Or no, that... no, no, no. Oh, okay, no. <laughs> Wonderful. I think those are those are great topics for uh, now. We've primed the audience to to ask you those questions. Well, that's great, um, Emily. I want to thank you so much for taking uh, some time here to chat with us, uh, with the listeners, with the viewers. Uh, I am super excited to to welcome you on the Voice in tomorrow. Where can people go to learn more about the work you're doing, or otherwise connect with you if they want to reach out to you? Sure. I'm very active on uh, LinkedIn in particular, and then uh, Twitter. Um, I think those are probably the best places to reach me. Awesome. And Kara says, great interview, Emily. Uh, we'll try to make it tomorrow. We hope to see you tomorrow. You. Kara, that would be amazing. So Emily, thanks again. I really, really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. So there you go, uh, the Sonic Connector. Uh, she's always so cheerful. Every time I have a conversation with Emily, I can't help but smile. And uh, you can hear it's it's like it's infectious. The the uh, the energy and the and the cheerfulness in her voice, which is great for a voice designer. So again, Emily, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, to the audience, to the listener, thank you for tuning in. If you have uh, any questions or uh, any comments, or you want to otherwise just connect with Emily, then please feel free to do that. We're going to have all of the information in the show notes, which you can access at voiceincanada.ca. Uh, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week, and I'll be back soon with another guest uh, specifically for you. Take care, and I'll talk to you soon.